Today, we're going to do something a little different. This is a bonus episode, and I'm going to talk to you about my recent trip to Maui. The music that you hear in the intro and the outro for every podcast that's been released has been recorded by Joel Katz and was developed at Seaside Recording in Maui. I just got back from a trip to Maui and I wanted to talk to you a little bit about my observations and what I did there. This was a long planned trip and I planned it well before the fire. Uh, I really considered canceling it, but my friends in Maui uh, who've lived there a long time said, no, don't cancel the trip, come here. Not only do we want you to come, but it's the right thing to do. Spoiler alert, I had a wonderful time and I'd do it again in a minute. If you have plans to go to Maui, please don't cancel them. And if you're thinking about Maui as a vacation destination, now's the time to go. That being said, I'd like to tell you a little bit about why I say this and how I approached my trip and some of the things that I did. First, a little background. I moved to Maui when I left the district attorney's office. I got a Hawaii driver's license. I bought a car. I got a place to live. I took the bar exam. I passed. I was admitted to practice, and I'm still admitted to practice in Hawaii. I'm there on inactive status. I could make a phone call and be active. However, I realized after eight or nine months of living in Maui that I really didn't want to live there for a variety of reasons that I don't need to go into. Uh, But in any event, I gladly uh, took a job where I was able to move back to Alameda County and practice criminal defense. But I still love the island, and I vacationed there many, many times. So I had my reservation and my plans, and then the fire hit. And as I mentioned, I decided to go. I was very conscious of going to a small place where everyone knows someone who's been severely affected by this fire. And I made an extra effort to leave some of my mainland habits behind. I made an extra effort to give everyone a little more space and a little more time and to inquire about people's families. You know, I said to people when I was there, is your family okay? And I think people really appreciated that very small gesture. And I made some donations to a number of local charities that... I had done some research on that I thought were doing good work, and I feel that the money that I gave them will be very well spent. And I tipped a little more than usual. And going over there, I intended to help if there was some way that I could. Because I have friends there, I had a chance to volunteer with the Red Cross. I don't want to overstate the work that I did. I played a very small role in a very large project. Here's what I did. One day, I supported other Red Cross volunteers in getting a debit card to a family who had lost their home. My role in this was simply being there and helping to shuttle some vehicles around. Another day, I helped set up a huge gym with beds and blankets for 150 Red Cross volunteers that were flying in to assist in the disaster. Essentially, I unloaded a truck along with several other volunteers and put boxes of inflatable beds, blankets, pillows, and towels where they told me to put them. I was never near Lahaina. I never saw the burn zone. And I had only 
that brief direct contact with a fire victim. I think you can think of it kind of as a military operation where there are people who are on the front lines and then there are people behind the lines who do the support work. Well, my job was very much behind the lines. What I did see was the Red Cross operation and it it really restored my faith in humanity. I'm not a trained Red Cross volunteer, but I met many people who are Red Cross trained volunteers. And they take this training and then they go home and they wait for a text message for a deployment. And they get a text message and they're deployed. And what that means is they pretty much drop everything in their lives. And within 24 hours, they're on a plane to the place of their rendezvous. Some of these people have done as many as 50 deployments. They don't get paid for it. They are strictly volunteers. And then they spend the next three or four weeks sleeping in the kind of place that we were setting up. They sleep in a church or a gym, and they sleep on a cot, and they do what they're told, and they do it without pay, and they do it for three or four weeks at a time. There were hundreds of Red Cross people in Maui, and only a handful were paid. Everyone was a volunteer. And these people are just the most amazing, wonderful people that I've ever met. They are really, truly selfless individuals. I also did some of the things that I'd originally intended. I rented a car. I went hiking. I went snorkeling. I took some wing foil lessons. I went out to dinner. I took pictures. And I enjoyed the beauty of the island. And I visited with my friends. I suppose the question of whether visitors to Hawaii are a good or bad thing has been a question ever since Captain Cook landed in 1778. Recognize this. Modern-day Maui is not an untouched, unspoiled tropical paradise. It is a fully functioning American county with cars, courts, Costco, air conditioning, and every other feature of modern-day life. Real people live and work there. Of course, it also has stunning beaches, coral reefs, enormous mountains, and beautiful sunsets. The economy, for the moment, for better or for worse, is a tourist-driven economy. Maui has a population of 165,000 people and 3 million visitors a year. Without the visitors... The people of Maui cannot live their lives. The tourist industry is the industry. And to paraphrase Governor Josh Green, if you want to support Maui and the people of Lahaina, now is the time to visit the island. Maui is a surprisingly big place. Lahaina is gone. And that wound will take a long time to heal. But Lahaina is a geographically small place. Maui is there. It is fully functioning, and the people who live there need us to visit. The beaches, the reefs, the road to Hana, it's all there. Go and enjoy it, and know that you are doing the right thing. And if you have thoughts about my comments, let me know. I welcome your emails. Thank you so much for listening.